0: I'm Kim Strobel, and this is She Finds Joy. I've struggled with overcoming adversities throughout my life, feeling defeated and not having the confidence to go after what I wanted. But within every adversity, it can also sow the seed for something more in our lives. For me, that is teaching others to step into the arena of bigness, all while doing hard things and reaching for more joy and happiness along the way. I'm a truth-telling, real-talk happiness coach who believes in giving you the tools to create a life you love. Welcome to the zero-fluff, no-BS advice that gives you the small steps for big joy. Welcome everyone to today's episode. I'm very excited to introduce to you Krista Resnick. She is a master certified coach, a podcaster, a sought after speaker, and a mother to three boys. She is a powerhouse of soul, fun, compassion, and vibrancy. Her honest and curious approach guides the women she serves in a way that is both real, true, and supportive. Her work empowers women to stop settling and put themselves back on their priority list. Krista supports women by helping them break free of codependent and people-pleasing patterns so they can set healthy boundaries and master the art of their truth. Welcome to the show, Krista. Thank you. I'm super excited to be here. Yeah, I, um, I'm going to give me just a second here. All right. I am really excited for this conversation, Krista, because I feel like my tombstone will read Kim worked on boundaries her whole life. Yeah. And I know I have made so much progress in this area, but I will say it's one of the hardest things and I find it mostly hard for women. And I'm sure you do too. Yeah,
1: totally. 100%.
0: So yeah. <laughs> let's just start by defining boundaries because I think, you know, what are boundaries? Yeah, I love, I love this question and you're going to hate my
1: answer. So I'm going to give you my, like, my, my out-of-the-mouth answer and then let me do a little defining. I don't actually know or think that there's one flat answer for what is a boundary. So I've played with tons of definitions And I think actually all of them work. I think it depends on really where you're at in your boundary journey. For some folks that have ran the people-pleasing and maybe codependent pattern, the overgiving, the overhelping, whatever you want to call it, you know, whatever empowers you, you call it whatever empowers you. Sometimes saying no, like that, that's the definition of your boundary for a while. There's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes the definition is, this is just not what I'm available for. I've played with that for a while when I was first getting started, because I was so enmeshed with what everybody else had going on and fixing and helping and sending them this podcast and sending them this book excerpt. And so for a while, I just had to say, no, I'm not available for this. And what happened, Kim, weaving this into the definition, is I started to become very rigid. So I woke up and started to notice, okay, I'm very boundaryed now here. <laughs> I went from boundaryless to boundaryed, but I'm also very isolated and alone. So then I started to play with different definitions and different interpretations. And so really a boundary is being honest with who you are and where you're at. Yeah, I know, right? It's being honest and it's, yes, there are limits, there are parameters, of course. And it's being honest with who you are, not hiding those parts of yourself, not hiding those limitations and being able to just really be honest and say, this is what I have the capacity for. So they're not a dividing line like people think. They're actually something that deeply, deeply connects us because you're being honest. Now the other person has the responsibility and the opportunity to say, yeah, I don't think I want to be in a relationship with you. (laughs) Or yeah, yeah, I really like who you are. And I want to be in relationship with you.
0: I can't tell you how timely this is for me. And as someone who empowers women to do this very thing, I still struggle with it. I'm sure you you do too. you know, we are better than we were a year ago and we're better far better than we were five years ago. But I want to share an example of what you just said to me and how that plays out. And I I don't share this example to hurt my loved one because we all have, you know, I, I feel like most of the time all of us are going around as our six-year-old traumatized selves. Yeah And I understand that the way people behave, you know, it's like I'm reading the book right now by Oprah and Dr. Bruce Perry, which is not, not what is wrong with you, um, not judging you, but what happened to you that causes this behavior in you. And someone that is near and dear to me is probably my biggest teacher for boundaries, yet my biggest struggle. And recently Um, And I'll just say it. It's my sweet, loving mama, you know, and I have changed a lot in 20 years. And I, I have stepped out of much of my people pleasing tendencies. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, people do not always like those changes in you. And so I'm a runner. I was running down main street. My mom was coming out of her apartment and I stopped for a minute to talk to her. And out of nowhere, this, uh, and like I said, my mama is loving and trust me, I have all of my issues. I always hope that she never listens to my podcast because I would never want to hurt her feelings. Um, but she said something to me that she says a lot and it just kind of came out of a conversation. And she said, I just wish we were closer. I just wish we were closer. And I said, mom, you know, and I go, we we have like a weekly dinner date. We go out every week. We spend two hours at the pizza joint. Um, and she, you know, she kind of said one time, one, once a week. And I was thinking, oh my God, so many people don't have once a week, you know? And then she said, and you never call me in between. That's the only time I get to talk to you. And of course it hurt and it stung because, I, I want to honor that she is a retired woman. Her children are gone. They have their own lives. I'm sure she experiences loneliness. Yeah. But at the same time, I held my ground and I said, mom, you know, I don't know if I've changed over the years. I'm, I don't like text messages. I don't like having to talk to people on the phone I'm very driven in my business. I work from eight to five every day and, you know, she'll, she'll call me or text me or, you know, during the day at times and be like, you know, something kind of small. And I've had struggled with boundaries, like just cause I'm working from home doesn't always mean I'm available. Right. Yeah, 100%. So can you save some of those little things? for our Thursday night dinner date. But then I think for her, it's a way to connect with her daughter. Yeah. And so, and I think that's what it had opened it up. She asked if I bug her, if she bugs me a lot. And I said, well, you know, there's some small things that sometimes I'm, I'm thinking, gosh, I'm, I'm just trying to work and, you know, don't want to have to deal with a, a smaller thing. And, um, and so then she said, I said, I, I just have changed. I don't need as much of that social conversation that I maybe needed in my younger self. And then she said, well, I just wish I had the old Kim back. Mm, Really interesting. And that's what she has said to me several times. I just want the old Kim back. And so of course I went away and I was just like, Oh, that's real good because I'm going to tell you what the version of Kim Strobel, who's worked on herself for 20 damn years is way more evolved. It is such a better person than she was like, you know, I, I just immediately was hurt because I thought, Oh, the work I've put into myself and I'm independent. I'm not codependent on you or anybody else. I'm comfortable in my own skin. I love the company of myself. And, um, and so that's been weighing heavily on me these last few days. And it's a culmination of a lot of things, right? She's lonely and, 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 and needs more of me for her own mental well-being, but she actually needs to, you, you can't depend on somebody else to give you that, you know? Yes.
1: Yeah. And, and I think that's really, two things are really coming up for me as you're sharing your story. Thank you for doing that because it's a tender story. That's a hard one. That's a biggie. Uh, can you be with the discomfort? People think, you know, they look at somebody who they think has arrived. And I love how you kicked off the podcast saying, You know, I've been working on this for 20 years. Welcome to personal growth. There's always more. And it's not like, oh, we got to be searching under all these stones and turning up these rocks because there's more. It's like, no, there's another layer. We get to explore. We get to go deeper. And I find that really exciting that there is no finish line. There is a finish line, but then you're six feet under, right? (laughs) So until that day, we get to go another layer deeper. We get to heal another trauma, a little microaggression, a little wound so there's that so the question really becomes is can you stay with yourself in the discomfort can you not self-abandon that's another thing that a boundary is a boundary is the point in which you can no longer be yourself so let me explain what I mean by that with a personal story if I could Real quick, a couple of weeks ago, we were at a social gathering. It's a perfect place to go back into our patterns, our old ways of being, right? Yes. So we're at a social gathering. Somebody shares a joke that I find oppressive. Yeah. I have a moment where I can choose myself. And I can, I can feel it in my body. That's why boundaries are so uh, in our body. They're so implicit. We can feel them. For me, it's I get flush. I get hot immediately. My, my cheeks turn red. I can feel it happening in my body. My throat gets all constricted like someone's choking me. So I have a moment where I can acquiesce and I can... Ah, So that I'm not rejected, so that they don't think ill of me, so that they don't look at me and go, who does she think she is? Or I can stand in my truth and I can say, you know, I find with everything that's going on in the world today, that that's very oppressive to that certain race or whatever the context of the joke was. So the boundary is that moment where it's like, okay, hold on. Am I going to go back into old ways of being and pattern? And I I recognize that because of what's happening in my body or am I going to stand in my truth? And it's not always easy. So the question becomes, as I said, can you stay with yourself? Can you not self-abandon in those moments? And sometimes we get it right. And sometimes we don't, and that's okay. It's just noticing, being aware, picking yourself back up. You know, the other thing with your mom too, is we've got to remember she's not a victim. She can create, right? She can create, New relationships. There's lots of opportunity for her to go and be a part of maybe bunkos and book clubs and different things.
0: Yes. And those are the things that she's not been willing to do. Yeah. 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 And I love when you're saying, I love that phrase. And I've heard it so many times. But again, for you to reiterate it, is this idea of self abandoning. How many times do we abandon? our wants, our needs, whatever it is to please someone else. Yep. And then you walk away from that and a little bit of your power is gone. Yeah. And yes. I I was proud of myself because I like you. I mean, I was so uncomfortable with the whole conversation from you know, do I bother you a lot? Like how do you answer that, you know, and and uh to When she, I was really taken back when she said, I just want the old version of Kim because I had heard that multiple times. And my next statement was, well, this is the version you get. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and to your point, you know, you mentioned the word empowerment. That's another definition of boundaries. Mm -hmm. They are your circle of empowerments. of of empowerment, not net mints. So by you standing in your truth and being honest about who you are and where you're at, your mom has the opportunity to stand in her truth and say, okay, I guess I'm not going to get Kim 90% of the time. So I'm going to figure this out and I'm going to put myself out there and I'm going to join the Bunko group, or I'm going to go to the senior citizen center, or I'm going to start swim class or Zumba class every Wednesday at eight o'clock. She's got to choose that though. So you've empowered her by you standing in your truth, empowering yourself
0: with boundaries. That's that's great perspective. I will tell you that I did spend the rest of my day questioning myself. And, and part of the problem is, is that she has a friend and that friend's daughter calls her mama every single day. And that's what she wants me to be. And when you said you said a boundary is being honest with who you are. And that kind of spoke to my soul because when, as I went through this process the last few days, you know, you kind of berate yourself. You ask yourself if you're wrong. You tell yourself that this is the mother who has nurtured and loved you for 48 years. Does she not deserve a better daughter? I mean, these are the conversations you have. And then I thought to myself, Who am I, and that this is who I am? Please, if you're a friend of mine, don't call me more than once a week. That's probably all I want to talk to you. Uh, It's just who Kim Strobel is. And that version of who I am is not wrong, even though it's very different than my friend who calls her mom every single day, from my mom's friend whose daughter calls her every single day. That is just not who I am. And that does not make me less of a daughter even though it's still times difficult for me to convince myself of that. Hello, everyone. I wanna pop in here and tell you about the Happy Academy that launches in May. Back when I was struggling with so many things in my life, I found a secret that changed my life and caused a major breakthrough. What is that secret? Well, I found coaches, courses, and programs to guide me And I started investing in me because I believe I am my greatest investment towards reaching my full potential. I want to invite you to join me for the Happy Academy, where I will teach you how to overcome the obstacles that are holding you back and give you strategies that will help you tap into the person you are meant to be. If you don't step forward with the confidence, believing in the power of your dreams, you risk sitting on the sidelines your whole life. Let me tell you something: your playing small doesn't serve the world. The world needs your magic. Your time is now, and the world and you can't wait any longer. Go to strobeleducation.com forward slash the dash happy dash academy and get on our wait list so you are the first to know when it launches this may
1: for sure you know i i am kind of giggling here because i don't think i've had my ringer on my cell phone off silent mode in five years because i'm much like you it is a massive interruption to my day yes. you are not welcome to stop over un, unannounced to my home and that's not because i think i'm so fancy it's because I am here for a God-given purpose, and I have got to, want to, get to accomplish certain things. Even the moments where I take breaks throughout my day, I'm playing with my dogs, I'm sitting in the sunshine, I just don't have the availability or want. want I'm just not open to being interrupted. Because somebody else decided that that was a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's, it's, not a, it's not what I'm available for.
0: Exactly. And so I, I love that you're taking away and saying, you're. what we're asking anyone who's listening is, who are you and what is it that you want? And you need to be okay with that. Um, I know that my own kind of spiritual mentor and counselor that's been in my life for 20 years there are times when he'll, whether it be a friend or a family member that I need to draw a boundary, I I get so sick thinking about having to say, like when you even said like, you're not allowed to drop by. And of course you express that in a nice way. Yes. That feels so scary for people to have to, like it's, it's a real fear for people to do this. And I know our listeners are thinking, Oh my God, I could never say that to a friend. I could never say that. Like I want to, but I just can't do it. And so, you know, how do we, and I think you've talked a little, but how do we begin to grow our confidence enough to stand in the truth of our own wants and needs and not always be giving ourselves in ways that don't feel good to us? Mm, I love that question.
1: It's a big one, but I love that question. So the first really practical, easy tip that I would love to share, and I watch women just feel a sense of relief when I share this tip. It's really simple and it's really powerful. And that is, let's stop thinking about boundaries perhaps as saying no and drawing a line in the sand. Let's shift them a little bit. Let's flip the paradigm and start thinking about boundaries as what do we actually get to say yes to here? So by saying no, let's just play with this for a minute. By saying no to the, oh, hour long phone calls to mom every day. What are
0: we saying yes to? That's an entire chapter of the book I'm writing, Krista. Yeah. I mean, it is because I'll tell you my aha moment. And one of the things I teach is every time you're a yes for something you don't want to do, you are inadvertently a no to what you do want to do. Yeah. And that is the question I have. And and this came to fruition about five years ago, because in our town, the, if you have a kid who's a junior in high school, um, the parents organize the whole prom, right. And they they stay up all night and they do all this stuff. And, and like, honestly, I've never been somebody who wants to be on those types of committees. Like it's just not in me. And I'm like but I did it because like, I wanted to be like the good mama. So I did it all through elementary school. And then when he got to junior high and he didn't make student council, of course I was disappointed, but I was like, Oh, I don't have to chaperone any dances. Right. Yes. And so he gets to his junior year and I do the right thing. I mom up and I do all this meetings and oh. And then come his senior year, they don't have enough junior parents to help. And we get an email saying, Hey, we need junior parents to help with this again. And so what did I do? I first called my friend, Trish, who had served on the junior committee with me and said, Hey, you're not going to do this. Are you? Yeah. He goes, yeah. I told him I would. And I was like, shoot, cause I'm looking for an out, right? Like yeah. if Trish doesn't do it and I really respect Trish, then I can have my, and I did exactly what you said. I started to go, Okay. This is a super busy time of my year. I'm in three different states the week after prom. If I'm a yes to, to staying up till five in the morning on a Saturday, Sunday, then, then I'm a no to being able to bring my best energy to the stage. Yeah, I'm a yes to this. I'm a no to the dinner date that I really look forward to on Saturdays when I'm traveling all week, and my husband and I really need that dinner date. And I started to go through, and I kind of found my power in that essential question, that essential tip that you just gave my listeners, which is, when, you know, when you are a yes, or or when you kind of reversed it, right? Like if you say no, what are you gaining? from that. Yep. Exactly.
1: Exactly. The other tip that I think is so powerful is looking at when we need to set boundaries. So anger is one of the heavy hitters. Where are you feeling angry in your life? Resentment is the next one. That's resentment is probably the top one. So unpacking that a little bit, resentment is really still anger. It's anger that we have just pushed down, suppressed, avoided dealing with and it's just sitting there in our tissues and it's really stale anger just sitting there and we're simmering and we're simmering and we're simmering and all of a sudden hubby comes home and there's a little bit of edge to his tone and we explode and 10 minutes later we think what in the world just happened well that's because we never really dealt with all of the other things back when we should have which probably was a boundary so The reason why I share that to give a tip is, do we really want our relationships, our best relationships filled with resentment? We can totally avoid that by just being honest with who we are and where we're at and what we need and make that okay. Because often when we resent folks, what I find to be true for myself, when I have muddled up my relationships with resentment, we end up avoiding them pretty soon. They're yes. texting us They They want to, to do coffee on Saturday and we're not even answering them. Yes. We're avoiding. That's how, you know, ding, ding, ding. There's some anger. There's some resentment going on there. Yeah. And yeah. is that really what we want? I believe at the end of the day, we're hardwired, created for really amazing, intimate relationships. But when we're bringing in this unclean energy of resentment, because we're not willing to be with the discomfort of setting a boundary, man, we're muddling them up.
0: Yes. Yes. I, I agree. Um, I, okay. So I'm actually going to pause this for a minute, this recording, because I want to grab something I just read. So give me a sec. And my video editor will love that she gets to edit all this. So, I was just reading this morning because I think what we're talking about is we're talking about happiness and well being for you. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about the people we love and the relationships that we want to have. Yeah. And we want those to feel good a lot of the time. And so, I was reading in this book and it was saying, do not become a person that relies on others to be happy and of course it was making me think of my own you know personal situation like i don't want to be in charge of my husband's well-being i don't want to be in charge of my mom's well-being i don't want to be in charge of my like i'm in charge of my own well-being and nobody else is yeah. responsible for that and then it said when you do that you know when you rely when you people please to make the other person feel better What it does is it places an unfair pressure on yourself. Yeah. And then that leads to unhappiness. And what you just said, bitterness, resentment, um, anger. And I love it said, you do not owe anybody anything for any reason. And that love is not a bond or a bind it is freedom and you've got to give yourself freedom. That's what love is. Love is when I'm allowed to be like with my son and and I'm not perfect at this either. Love is when I allow my son to be who he wants to be and not who I think he should be or, you know, or how he should navigate the world. And he's a remarkable person, but at times, you know, he's a 21 year old and I'm like, Contr- freaking out and thinking you know oh my gosh what are you doing yep and so I have three of those Kim I have three of those oh yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah right and so even in this situation with my loving mother I'm thinking about how I at times have used some of those techniques on my own child yeah uh, and, and so this was a great reminder today when I read that that it's it's allowing the other person, because right, some people who are listening are going, shit, this is what I do to other people. Yeah. Well, and and
1: ultimately what it is, Kim, the deeper conversation here, which we don't need to to unravel it a whole ton, but I'll just leave you with this is it's about control. So control. And so that's why so many people don't love the labels, people pleasing or codependent. I personally do, and they're not who I am, but they're parts of me. they are these patterns that I picked up in childhood to keep myself safe and protected, protected from rejection, protected from not feeling like I wasn't smart enough and didn't fit in, all of those things, right? I personally like those labels because I'm able to use them as empowerment in my life. I just caught myself the other day. I was on somebody else's side of the street. I'll just tell you it was my husband's. (laughs) I was on his side of the street. And I said, Krista Resnick, there's your codependent pattern. Stop trying to control. Back on your side of the street, sister. Go. What are you doing? So I use them to kind of play and add a little bit of levity
0: and just empower myself. Yeah. And I think it's self-awareness. You know, when you catch someone doing something to you, and you, in your mind, call out that behavior, I then reflect and say, hey, how am I being passive aggressive or manipulative to get someone else to conform to what I want and what I need? And it's such a control thing and we all do it. Um, Now, okay, so this is big, big, big work.
1: It is, it is, it's no joke.
0: I have a couple of questions before we wrap this episode up, what made you get into this line of work and why are you so driven by helping people break these cycles within themselves?
1: Well, I think there's a few reasons. My own personal story, I was boundaryless, which caused massive destruction and disconnection in my own life, disconnected from myself disconnected from my most important relationships. And I, I couldn't create the business I wanted when so-and-so's stopping over and so-and-so's texting and, hey, hey, can, we need you for the Boy Scout committee. We need you for Sunday school, <sighs> right? Like I, I couldn't move forward in my business. So then I went from boundary to boundary, became very isolated and alone. That's not healthy either. And really the underbelly of boundaries is self-love and self-worth. It, that's the healing work right there. That is the healing work. So I went deep into my own traumas, deep into my own healing and realized that by healing some of my own patterns. And when I say Healing, I mean, healing. I am not healed. Yes. <laughs> there's still, like, I have done so much work therapy, somatics, coaching, all of the beautiful things. I've gotten lots of different trainings. And there's probably 90% healing, but there's still, every once in a while, I just mentioned with my husband, it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, the patterns flare up, right? So I just knew that. Uh, you know, with my own experience, I had something in this, this realm to really offer and really be able to connect with other folks because I'm so passionate about relationship, relationship with self relationship with others. And the way that we really connect with ourselves, connect with others is through this beautiful boundary work and self-love work and self-worth work, and really calling upon our inner leader
0: to allow us to stand in our power again. Yeah. yeah I yeah. love that. I'm going to repeat what you said because it's like an Oprah tweetable moment. You said um, the underlying piece of boundaries is self-love. Yeah. I think self-love can be the root of so many of our problems. And it's so very hard for women in particular. Maybe not. Maybe it's, maybe it's both. I just know with women a lot truly love themselves. And I always say, no one does more for you in a day's time than you. So yeah. why can you extend love to everyone else? But it feels uncomfortable to extend that love back to you.
1: Yeah. That's the worthiness piece.
0: It is. So Krista, if people are listening to this and they're like, oh my gosh, I need help with this. How, how do, where do they find you? What do you offer them? Yeah. If someone wants to work with you and, and further do this deeply healing work. Yeah. Beautiful question.
1: Thank you. So I've got my own podcast, which I actually just pivoted to becoming boundary. so they can find me there and learn more about boundaries. I have, uh, and I don't know if you, I'm guessing you'd have it in your show notes, a link for the secret of empowered boundaries. That's a beautiful PDF where it really helps people get clear on their needs. So much of boundary work is founded in what do you actually need? Most people don't know. They don't even know what they need. So it's a really beautiful way to get started doing some of this boundary work. And then if they want to, you know, sign up for my six month experience, it's called stay true to you, meaning staying true to yourself being honest with where you're at and who you are, not abandoning yourself, really staying with yourself. When those moments of fear, anger, resentment, rage, irritation, sadness, when all of those things come up that make you wanna cross that boundary line and really self-abandon, let's stay with ourselves. Let's really do this this inner work of calling upon our inner leader and building that self-love muscle so that we can really implement these beautiful, healthy boundaries.
0: Yes. We'll drop your website and all your social links as well into the show yeah. notes for people who want to connect with you. And then let's end by telling people the name of your book. My book. Oh, wait, don't you have a book? I don't, but maybe I should. <laughs> you, I thought for sure you had a book. No Oh, girl. I am your divine interventionist here then. Okay. And your, I am the person, I guess, who was called to say that to you because this work is so, and you're just so very good at explaining it at a level that's like real and honest. It, it you're very good at keeping people in that zone where it's like, you're not just blowing fluff. You're really understanding and explaining to them what this causes in the way that it affects our life. So Perhaps I, I'm the one that was supposed to say that to you. <laughs>
1: well, it's funny because your your listeners will see if they follow me on Instagram. I am a writer. It is something that I have to do every single day. So I have been told before that a book is coming and it's in my future. So apparently you just confirmed it.
0: <laughs> yeah, mine is, uh, here's what I found about myself. I've, I've listened to the whispers. I should say the whispers have been coming for a long time. And so I wrote the first 12 chapters about a year ago, 28,000 words. Mm -hmm. And the way that I did it, because I could not make myself do it from home, because I always had something else I needed to do, is I went away to Vermont for two and a half weeks and got centered. And so that was like a year and a half ago. Guess what? I have not written another word. Mm -hmm. So here's what I say. I'm a destination only writer. Yeah. I need to find another place to go. That's just what I know about myself. And then, and then write the second section of the book. So yes. Yeah. I, well, my challenge to you then is considering the boundaries that need to take absolutely. place. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Yes. yeah. yes.
0: yes. <laughs> oh, Krista, you have been a delight. Thank you so much for offering just, just your real self to us today and, and helping us have some perspective on how we can do a better job of this in our lives.
1: Thank you for having me, Kim. It's been a real treat.
0: Thank you so much for joining me on the She Finds Joy show today. I'm so honored that you chose to listen to this episode. As always, this conversation will be continued in my free private Facebook group called She Finds Joy. You can join that group by going to Kimstruble.com forward slash Facebook to connect with other people just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, Know that we drop a new episode every other Wednesday. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to kimstrobel.com forward slash review. That will put you in Apple Podcast where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down just a little bit, you can leave a five-star review and write a few sentences letting me know what you thought. It's so very important to get people to leave a review for my podcast. The reviews help me get higher on the iTunes list and that will show up when people are searching for a new podcast and it will really help us get new subscribers. So if I could ask one little favor for you just to go to kimstrubble.com forward slash review, give us a review and give us a comment let us know what's been helpful. Thank you so much for listening in. I am really honored to be a part of this community with you.